Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that will make a big difference to your finances. Now, when it comes to investing, it can feel like you are in over your head, especially when there are people who dedicate their whole lives to doing it. But turns out you don't have to be a pro to beat the pros at their own game. And CEO of Stockspot, Chris Bricky, is here to tell you why. And it's also disclaimer time because you need to remember that the tips in this podcast are general. And if you'd like some advice that's tailored to your specific circumstances, make sure you seek out some independent financial advice. Okay, over to you, Chris. So I think for a lot of people, when they hear the word investing, they imagine some old men, you know, in suits, walking around the city, talking to each other. You know, I think this is the typical traditional way of, you know, imagining what investment's like. But I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. So investing, I believe, as one of those people that used to walk around the city, is one of the few places in life where you can actually beat those professionals consistently by doing even less than them. And it might sound unbelievable because, you know, if you think about something else like professional tennis, you know, there's no way you're going to be able to beat Roger Federer or Ash Barty by doing less practice than them. But I promise you, all of the evidence and research shows that these people that are doing all the hard work, that are, you know, doing all of the research into stocks, they're actually not doing any better than some of the people just managing their own money at home and spending five minutes investing. And I'm going to share how you, as someone that knows absolutely nothing about investing, can beat 75 to 90% of professionals, you know, based on all of the evidence that's been compiled over the last hundred years. So now you're ready to beat those old blokes walking around the city in suits who are selling their fund management services to you. Well, here's how you do it. So those fund managers walking around, their whole job is trying to beat each other, you know, picking the best stocks, picking the best sectors. But what we know is all that hard work they're doing actually makes it easier for you because rather than then you having to go out and do all that research, they are doing something called price discovery. They are helping set the market prices and you don't have to pay them to access the market prices. To access the price of the market, it's much cheaper these days. You can go off and buy what's called an index fund. An index fund is a way of investing into the whole market. So you're basically piggybacking off all the hard work that these fund managers are doing and getting it for next to nothing. It's it's an amazing way to freeload off all of the work of the industry um, and get the benefits of it. And what's even better is that because you can access an index fund at a much lower cost than paying a fund manager, then you're almost guaranteed to outperform them over the long run. And there's lots of studies to support this. So one of the big fund businesses did a big analysis of this, you know, Morningstar and S&P are two of them. And they have found that over the long run, 85% of professional fund managers in Australia and other developed markets do worse than simply buying an index fund. So this is supported by evidence and, and it makes a lot of sense because you know the share market really is all these people just fighting each other to try and beat each other. And for every fund manager that does slightly better, there's always going to be another fund manager that does slightly worse. You know, it's known as a zero sum game. For every winner, there has to be a loser. And that's great knowledge for you as an investor because you don't don't have to play that game. You can get out of that game of trying to beat the other fund managers and just piggyback off their hard work. You can freeload and make their return at a much lower cost and a much lower effort. And that's what we help people do at Stockspot. We help to get rid of all that hard work. We help to piggyback off that hard work and give people access to a great portfolio and great long-term returns with much lower fees.
So now you know how to beat the professionals. Now, how do you invest to align your investing strategy with the goals that you have? So what we see is that we've got clients that have all sorts of different goals. You know, they might want to, you know, buy a house in a few years. They might want to pay for a wedding, go on a holiday. They might want to retire comfortably. You know, the most important thing to think about when you're setting investing goals is what is the time horizon that you're investing for and how much flexibility do you need on the way? So with retirement, as an example, for a lot of people, you know, in their 20s and 30s, retirement is a long way away. So you can afford to invest in something that's more risky, that has more ups and downs. And also the chance of you needing money sooner is going to be pretty low. You're not allowed to take out super earlier than, you know, when you reach retirement age in Australia. So there's very little chance you're going to need the cash or the liquidity earlier. So investing for a long-term goal where you have not much of a liquidity need, you can take a lot more risk. On the other hand, the other extreme would be someone who is saving up to buy a house. Now, this is someone that, you know, thinks they're going to be buying a house in four or five years, but might be buying a house in two or three if they find the right one. You know, what I would say to someone with that sort of goal is that you've got more of a short to medium term time horizon. You know, you want to have the ability to take the money out after three years, but you think you'll probably need it in five years time. For someone that's investing in that way, you know, we would generally be recommending to our clients a more conservative strategy because you might need that liquidity. You might need to take that money out sooner and you can't really afford to have losses in that period of time or you want to at least minimize your chances of losses. So for someone investing with a shorter term goal, generally you want to pump up the amount of defensive or conservative type assets in your portfolio because they'll provide a bit of a cushion if there's market ups or downs and they'll really improve your chance of having a positive return by the time you need that money out. So I'd wrap up by saying that, you know, unlike other areas in life where the more you do, the better your results, investing is an area where the less you do, the better your results. Stick with a strategy that's simple, keep your costs low, and then think about what your goals are. For long-term goals, you need to be taking more risk or you can be taking more risk and you can be investing in more growth. Whereas if your goals are a bit more short-term, you need to be protecting that portfolio against short-term ups and downs in the market a little more. So a bit more defensive assets makes sense. Who knew ordinary folks like you and me could do just as well or maybe even better than people who look at the share market all day. And I hope that means that I get to walk around on a Bluetooth headset yelling bye-bye, sell, sell because that's annoying, but I also want to try it. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Small Change. We hope these little tips are helping you save money and reach your financial goals sooner. And if they are, we'd love to hear from you. So send us an email at smallchange at novapodcast.com.au and I'll see you in the next step.